eternity. You don't need people anymore. Nothing you can do about it. Content. Nothing you can do. Content. You will be mashed up, cut up, repackaged for someone else's needs. The world's largest hotel chain owns no hotels. Are we manipulable? The world's largest retailer has no inventory. Manipulable. What's I can't talk. And the world's largest media company creates no content. Yeah, we're not producing the content. Um, we're allowing users to to share. I hereby declare this to be an unlawful assembly. It's expensive. Your content. You know what I mean? It's like the sounds that are used are not cheap. My content. They're very expensive sounding sounds. That sound, right? I just had to get used to it. I want to know what they're talking about amongst themselves. And I want to spread that content to the people who aren't this content yet. It's normal for some things to come to your attention. And we're back for another episode of Are We Content? Where I'm your host, they call me Mr. X indeed, but you can call me Chud. And with me as always is the great moral Bob. Bob, how you doing tonight? Yeah, I'm doing awesome, man. Yeah. Fucking it's another another epic night. We're not recording on the usual night, so... Yeah, it's a little different, but we're, we're shifting our schedule. Hey, you know, still. you know what, you know, what occurred to me today, next week, because hmm. we're recording on Mondays now instead of Tuesdays, we're going to be doing it on 9-11. Ooh, we could do a 9-11 special. Yeah, let's do the 9-11 spectacular. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I haven't talked 9-11 in a while. And, you know, dude, I've, I've got, I, I've got, some I can stuff reach out I to Dave Weiss. Oh, would he? Yeah. If he'd like to come, that'd be, dude, he amazing. is a 9-11 expert. Yeah, that'd be great. I'll reach out to him. Reach out to him. Let me know what you get. Yeah. But uh, tonight, um, I want to first urge our listeners to be sure to be following you on Instagram with your current one is uh, Perpetual Skeptic. Am I am I getting that right? Yeah. The Perpetual Skeptic, I think. Yeah. You'll see it. The the profile picture is um, is an I call bullshit button. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) So that's how you know it's me. Um, That and at. You're, the shirt you're wearing the shirt so space is fake and gay <laughs> you can find me at space is fake and gay because it so, is and i can prove it i don't know if the pictures were on space is fake and gay i definitely saw them on the perpetual skeptic but i saw two one was a video one was a photo maybe it was two videos and a photo uh but they really fucking grabbed my attention and I want anybody listening to this next couple minutes here to be sure to see them with their eyes as this is an audio only podcast. Yes. But the, the first one that I saw, uh, and I don't know chronologically how you posted them or when these things happened, but it was, it looked like a hurricane off in the distance. Right. That's what it, that's what at first I glanced at. I kind of thought not seeing your red button yet, just seeing this video it was the first thing on my feed when I opened up Instagram. And that video was playing, and I thought I was going to see something from Maui, but it wasn't. It was you. And well, just tell me what was that? what were what was I seeing there? So I live uh, just outside of a town north of Houston called Huntsville. I live way out in the sticks, and I was driving home uh, after picking up my son, and we see it way off in the in the distance. And when we see it, 
I was like, fuck, is it raining? Like, of course it is. Like, I didn't put anything up. Like, I got stuff out that I really don't want rained on. You know, and I was like, damn it. And we're getting closer. And I was like, all right, it's not really seeming like I'm driving into a storm. Like, nothing's really crazy. And we get closer and closer. And even right when we turned onto our road, where we're maybe 20 miles away from whatever's happening, um, I'm going, the fuck? Like, the wind's not blowing. And it looks like it's just, it looks like a funnel cloud. Like, we were like, fuck, tornado. Um, like that's a tornado right over our house is what it looked like. And we turn and find out that our, our house is fine. We're, we're fine. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And I was like, there's that freaking weird ass, you know, electric station harp. I, I think it's a harp location because we get really weird weather out here. Is it by any chance you've described one near you that has a series of lightning rods? Yes. Lots of is, them. Is that the same yeah, one or is it one it's of like, those? It's like two acres of land full of like electric wires coming in, transistors and all that crazy shit you always see at those little like turns, like those little stations that divert all the power. Um, But it's huge. It's fucking huge, man. It's like two acres of land that's all full of it and everything has. There's probably, I don't know, at least 20 or 30 freaking lightning rods. Uh Uh-huh. And are, is stuff tall at this place, or is it um, somewhat Yeah, the short. tallest thing is probably, I mean, I, if, I don't know, tall, they're big, and they're probably, I don't know, it, 100, it, 100 feet. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's tall to me. Like yeah, I was going to say, yeah. is it as tall as a cell tower, or is it right. fairly yeah, low? Because sometimes I see those power stations that can be slightly large in their footprint, but they're but it's more like short boxes like i look it looks like if i walked through right. the fence you know they'd be chest high tops but these are these no, are these are towers yeah, yeah, yeah. they're as tall okay. as the trees and taller yeah, um, we had one of those we have one there is one of those by my old house which is somewhat far from here uh and it caught on fucking fire once and it was insane it's actually on youtube if you look up custer washington um power station fire something like that uh but custer washington it's it's interesting because it's up it's as a um it's like a it's it's an informative video for people working at power stations on what to do in the case of a severe fire it's uh it's a wild video that's up there especially because i drove not just past that but somewhat through that every single day twice a day for years because it's all the big, the biggest section of it was on one side of the road, but I went down a small highway that a little bit of it was on the other side of it. And it's where all the power comes from the big, the biggest dams in the state, which are Ross dam and Diablo dam way, way fucking far away from here. Um, 200 miles away from here or so. And it brings all these power lines that cut straight over to Custer where it goes to this power station. And then they go out to all the refineries that are by the water past that. And um, the craziest part, the only reason I'm really interested to bring that up ever anymore is driving through it. Half of those fucking tall things have cell towers on top of them within the cell, within the power station. So interesting. But okay, so sorry, I didn't so, mean to, to that's take right, that to that's a right. different part of the country. So, I, 
so yeah, I get home and I see this, I see this big cloud funnel formation, right? And it's right over where this this harp station is. And I'm like, fuck did that that is that either putting it out? Did it catch on fire? Like, or is it creating this plume of smoke that's going up only so high and then flattening it out? You know, I I showed that too, where it was like hitting a ceiling and it was flattening out. Like, why? Why isn't it just come on? I want to yeah. know. I want somebody well, explain that to me. It but, looked like it was dispersing clouds in the that's in what it the looked moments like. they were churning and moving out. Yeah. Um, and it didn't look like smoke. It didn't look like a fire smoke. No. And I was just like, what the fuck? And then I took a few videos that I didn't post where it was this bright pink glow not like a fire glow like you know the fire glow mm-hmm. this was like a hot pink freaking glow at the tree line where i could see it kind of glowing up but it wasn't flickering it wasn't changing it was just glowing yeah and i was like well, what the fuck is that like what is going on and i kept going out i like i i was like addicted to it for a little while like yeah, I can't I, just I, go. That, I'd come back inside and be like, "Okay, nuts. I need to do something." And I do something, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I'd go right back outside, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on? Yeah. What is going on?" So, I eventually am like, "All right, fuck it. I'm just gonna go inside. What can I do about it? Right? I'm yeah. just gonna go to bed." Um, and so I go to bed. I wake up the next morning, and it's really hazy. Um, doesn't really smell like smoke, um, but it's really hazy. We and and that's when I saw all the ash. Okay, and so that everywhere. brings to the to the right. other pictures, right? That I saw. So it's another picture of me holding something that looks like steel wool or something, and it's like this. It's that's what it's like. It's like burnt steel wool. If you've ever burnt steel wool, it stays in the steel wool form, but then you can touch it. Touch it. And it'll just turn into ash, uh-huh. right? But this stayed fibrous. I actually could ball it up. Oh. It was like you could pull it apart like a cotton ball. Really? It was the weirdest shit, dude. Yeah, it was yeah. Crazy. I picked a piece of it up, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I just like it kept getting like like you were pulling apart a cotton ball. That's wild. I I was trying to describe it to to Lanny, and I was saying it looked like if someone put some really stringy looking moss on the top, like not that it grew on top of a hood of a truck, but like if you like pulled it off a tree and laid it there and then used not like a high powered torch that would blow it out, but right. like a creme brulee torch or something right. like that. Something that would like lightly just toast it. And so it holds its shape. But the idea that the, anything would be stringy after being like that. So <laughs> your post did say, shit, that you were ha- you guys were having wildfires at that time did i so do, am I yeah by that right? then by then we had learned that just on the other side of i-45 um there was a massive preserve that was on fire um and i think it's a state held preserve of course of course it's on state <laughs> land and that's what I, I told kaylee when when i found out it was a fire and I, i'm looking over where it is i said that Sam Houston State University land, or it's state land because that's on the backside of the prison, 
Like there's like three prisons right there and they own like all the acreage around there. So they own thousands of acres around the prison. Um, And it was somewhere over there. And if it was a little bit, they ended up shutting I-45 down. So it had to be pretty close to the highway. I don't know if they evacuated the prisons or not. Um, But. Okay. So here's the thing I got to, I got to say of the substance that you're describing that what I saw, and especially with the way you're describing it, I've been around a lot of fire. I've burned a lot of shit. I'm by no means a firefighter. <laughs> as, as a young man. As a, as a young man. And actually even more now as I'm an old man. <laughs> I'm not old, but <laughs> as I'm in my 40s now, uh, you know, I with 26 acres, you have to burn a lot of stuff just to just to keep on top of, of maintenance of things. Um, and on top of that, I have also experienced a lot of wildfires not up close and personal but the effects of them from um you know 50 or more miles away right yeah you're up in kind of wildfire country but but to focus (laughs) on my small bonfires that i have i have on a, a regular basis uh just just brush burning and shit like that stuff doesn't get out of there that's not burned that's not ash right right like you know, I, I'll especially if I pick a bad day and the wind picks up and it's like really blowing on it, I'll get everything gets covered in ash and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but almost nothing is going to escape like a leaf isn't going to escape blackened, but not burned, but not not ash. You know what I mean? It's right. going to stay down in there. So for something to turn black and then move out of there on these low temperature bonfires that I'm talking about, I'm, I'm specifically thinking of these. I mean, they're, it's hot. You don't want to put your face in there, but it's not hot. Like I'm imagining if you have a bond, I mean, not a bonfire, but a wildfire where it's turning trees to ash, right? right? You're dealing with a much, much, much higher temperature than I'm dealing with on my bonfires. Yeah. You know, they get up to like 12 to 1500 degrees, maybe so fucking hot. There. That is so, hot. um, you know, it's like a kiln, you know, mm-hmm. it gets because you can have wood fired kilns and wood fired kilns can get up to, you know, 12 to 1300 degrees, something like that. There have been plenty of times that we've been covered in ash from wildfires, mm-hmm. but there's never debris. Would that be a, a good word to use to differentiate? <laughs> right. The ash yes. isn't debris. The ash is ash and debris yeah. would be not completely burned Burn. out stuff. Right. And whatever you're looking at is not completely burned or can't completely burn. It was it light? Light? Oh yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Was, if you if you held it on your hand, you just and blew yeah, it, was, it, would, it would it would, fly. It would just go. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck super... comes out of a out of a fire? Even let's not say it's a, it's a, that hot. Let's say it's a 600 degree fire. That's a that's that's fairly cold in the in the world of fire. What's yeah. getting out of there and that's that light? that's landing what 30 miles away 20 miles away at least at yeah. least that's whatever that shit is I, I i this is where i wish we were scientists with labs in oh, our basements I'd love to test it <laughs> right i'd love to test it because I've, I've actually got a microscope but what the fuck do i do with it you know like look at stuff and then go right. wow looks that, cool that looks really cool <laughs> I have no, no idea what I'm looking at, but it looks real cool. <laughs> Look at it moving around. There's shit in there. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Um, 
yeah dude it was really eerie because like the whole back part of the pasture was real fog like it looked like fog but it was smoke and it smelled like burnt wood and uh-huh. um and there was just shit everywhere like it's it was everywhere it was over all over my trucks like it was all, it's all over the house and the yard and the coop mm-hmm. and i'm just like holy shit man just looking around just like what the fuck is going on because there were there were like chunks of of what leaf or bark or something and then there was that that freaking steel wool looking shit and like it was really very apocalyptic man and i've been in i've had fires nearby before um and you're right man like you just get ash it's See, just, the thing is, it's the, just heavier, ash. the heavier it is, if it's not ash, it's got to have some serious wind to push it, right? Right. But if it's black, that means that it was on fire when it took off. And wind right. doesn't put fucking fire out, right? Like, right. it's not going to... Like, I just... In my head right now, I don't... When I'm, it wasn't even windy. That's the crazy shit, is it wasn't windy. So fucking weird. It wasn't windy. I expected, of course. Yeah. Um. They could be using all sorts of other mechanisms to do it, right? Like, and I think, I think we're at war, and people don't realize it. Um. I think it's this really insane, fucking war that's going on. They are our trees, and our our greenery is under attack. Oh yeah. Right. Like. Like it's it's almost every day that I drive down a country road or something, and they've just like taken like a buzz saw to all the trees all the way down the road, just ripped them, you know, 20, 30 feet back from the road. It's not like they're in trouble of getting close to the road. They're mm-hmm. still 10, 20, 15 feet from the road where their limbs are, and they'll just take these big, like, they're like uh, those deck mowers right mm-hmm. that they pull behind tractors yeah. but they put them on this big robotic arm and they just run it down the freaking tree line right and right. it just destroys everything in its path i've seen and these. it doesn't cut things cleanly trees die from them you know like it, like, that's what bad. they use that's what they use to maintain the roads out by the ref- refineries by the water here yeah. um and it is god awful i always think um no one would put up with this if people lived here because they're roads that are they're just they're industrial roads. There's no houses, no mailboxes. Um, there's a lot of fields, but they all say no trespassing. I think they're all owned by the refineries. And then mm-hmm. maybe they, yep. they maybe they bail hay on them to make money off the side. I don't know. They're maintained to some degree, the fields, but you can't you can hardly see them because there's forested edges of the roads and they just come through. Yeah, it's. um uh what you described or sometimes i'll see it they'll have uh like an excavator that mm-hmm. instead of having the scoop the bucket on the front they have a big mower basically a big set of grinding teeth that are on there <laughs> and a big rectangle they just run and, they just, and, and they're the just freaking... running while they're driving while they have themselves turned sideways and they're just going up and down yep. they just and, go it's, and it's just chewing these trees just chewing them up yeah. it's not there's no blades <laughs> you know it's just it's, it's just grinding teeth. it all to a pulp yes yeah it's just ripping it to shreds it's doing such insane damage to the tree yeah. and I've, I've said this for a while like like our trees are under attack like here we had like six months of rain just rain rain 
rain, 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 rain. And then towards the end of the rain, winds, lots of heavy winds, heavy, heavy winds. Trees were falling down everywhere. And then it got really dry. And then more winds and so more that, trees fell. Was the six and, months of rain like wintertime? Yeah. And, 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 so and what it did spring. was it brought the roots of the trees all to the surface with all the rain. Uh-huh. So the roots of all the trees didn't need to go deep. And so the trees brought their roots to the surface and then the heavy winds came and just blew them all over. Sure. Um, and they've, dude, I've never seen so many downed trees. It's like down where, where they take the whole root, the root yep. system up. Everything. Yeah. 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 Oh. Where they just fall over. Um, I've never seen so many so frequently. It's I'll, I'll see that here, but it's always where they deforested, leveled out, put in apartments and put in a forest and right. three years later we get the storm of the century or whatever you know they, how we have like 15 of those every every century right yeah uh and uh <laughs> every, every few years nonsense. we have the storm of the century uh and uh it's it's like devastating looking because you just look and it's like fuck man all these trees just taken up by their roots well they're all only a few years old of being there and they were several years old when they planted them you know they planted them when they're six feet tall not little saplings or whatever right uh they they put these big trees they just didn't get their roots in and it's all fresh freshly whatever it's not the top of the top soil <laughs> you know it's like they leveled right. shit out to make it so that it looks nice and they had to dig irrigation ponds and and little sloughs that go through there just to make it so that it works this is also you know, this is when I see that, what I'm describing two years ago, I think it was two years ago, this November, uh, we had severe flooding here and that's common. When I say severe, you know, it's, it's bad. It's, it's what we've had since I used to love it when I was a kid. Cause every November I didn't have to go to school for about a week because of flooding, you know, it would flood, wow. it'd flood nice. the river. And I was on the other side of the, the, uh, river from school so, but they closed down the whole school because if one kid can't make it, they have to shut down the whole school. Right. But it's never been like a big deal that we have severe flooding. It's just some, it's just baked in. It's just part of the territory. Uh, but two years ago, we had another severe flood. And good luck with me telling people who aren't from around here that it wasn't different than ever because it sure was. It fucked the housing up all this new housing since the previous severe flood that we'd had all was fucked because of what I'm describing. Cause they're leveling out Hills instead of building up on top of the Hills, a single house, the way it's fucking meant to be done. <laughs> right. They're leveling a Hill and putting 12 houses there and they're building it with the cheapest material possible. And yep. they're just they're I mean, they're just, they're pumping these things out there. They're, they don't build a house. They build a neighborhood. You know, and they give it a name. Yep. Corner cornerstone neighbors. <laughs> you know, yeah. And they put in a tiny they put in a tiny park that no one uses because you know kids don't go outside anymore. And uh and 12 to 25 houses, and um then then all of a sudden a flood tears through and it just tears through that area because well, we fucking flattened it out. We probably put it below sea level for that matter, or you know, below river river level or whatever. It's so well, and the developers don't care. They're getting their money, Mm-mm. right? They and do the not. government got the government got their 
percentage or whatever kickback for the land. I'll go this so far. Everybody too. gets to that... make money. The insurance companies get to make money. The you know, and then all the repair companies get to make money. I just want to give this out though. I'll say the contractors don't give a fuck, but I don't really blame them because they're they're being hired to do this. You know, uh, I don't. If it was the con, if it was a, a single deal that like uh, uh if it was blackrock and blackrock had their own contractors yeah fuck you for working for such a piece of shit right but uh you know in in general it's like these real estate people buy up a piece of land they work really hard with the county or the county fucking you know gets paid off or whatever that they're able to zone it in the way they want so they can put too many houses in one area because typically around here it's one house per five acres Oh, that's geez. the, that's the, like, if, if I wanted to, we have 25 acres. If I wanted to break that up into five fives, I could probably do that, but it would take me years. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't let me do that easily. Um, but other people just, just fucking four houses down a lot got bought. That's uh it's about 40 acres. Oh, they just fucking filled that thing up and it's right on a Creek. It's right on. A wow. creek that feeds the drinking water for a town that's that's uh, ten miles over from here as well. Wow! Right, <laughs> and and those houses are huge. We call them the McMansions. It's McMansion land down there because I yep. mean these houses, these houses, you could fit three of our house in each one of them. <laughs> you know, Jesus. and uh, but all, but all of this is, um, you know, I I think about if you were me, Bob. If I, if I, it right here on my land that I already own, if I wanted to build, if I wanted to tear this house down and build a new house, the number of restrictions and things that would stop me from being able to do that as far as like, even forget about drilling a well and things like that. But just like, I, I have a feeling it would take me a long time before they would approve of a foundation being put in, in spot X, Y, or Z, Right. They'd say, nope, it's not stable enough. We have an aquifer fur that runs underneath here. You need to do this. You're downstream. You know, there'd be all these environmental reasons, environmental causes that say this isn't a good place to build a house. But yet someone else can buy the same land. This is the same land as what's down four houses down, right? Same shit. Same exact soil and everything. The big difference is, is they got a creek running through there and they let them build whatever the fuck they want. That's crazy. They don't, they, the, and they just hire whoever will do it. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's that simple. Uh, it's, it's all it's, about, pay, it's like we were pay. talking last <clears throat> week. So the oligarchs that fucking rule us that are making yep. terrible fucking decisions for well, us. Well, they're doing it on purpose, right? Like yes. it's all, it's all this, you know, they don't, um, somebody did a video. Fuck. I can't remember who it was, but, um, they were talking about like the triangle of everything. Like it's all owned by the same people. Right. And they want your money and they want all of it. They want all your fucking money. And so if they lose a little bit over here, they don't mind if, you know, if it means big gains over here. And so what they'll do is they'll level land. They know that it's going to flood. They might have some insurance claims and whatever, but the money they're going to make on it is going to be worth doing that. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, do you know um, that Ford has like a historic deal that nobody knows about, right? And everybody should 
anybody that can hear this, think about this. The next time you go to the grocery store and you buy from a corporation, because this is how they all think. This is how they all think. All of them. Um, and corporations are made up of people and really fucking bad ones. I think the love of money is the worst thing in the world. Um, but Ford, when they made the Pinto, they knew that it could possibly blow up. Mm -hmm. They knew it, right? And so what they did was they ran analysis to see if it would be cheaper to recall all the Pintos and fix it and then give them back or pay out the insurance. Mm -hmm. And it ended up being cheaper to pay out the insurance. Yep. So they let people die because it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. Ford, all of them, all those car companies are corrupt to the core. I worked in the body industry, in the auto body industry, and fuck, I, I had to quit because it was driving me insane. Um, but um, you see it go both ways. There are times where the recall is better for them, and there are times where letting people die is better for them. And it depends on what it is. Airbags, that's better for them to recall. Uh, I own three vehicles presently that are like insured good vehicles that, that are all good on the road, right? Two of those, I get recall notices for airbags on them uh, monthly, <laughs> nearly. I've yep. replaced them a couple times because it's free. It's all free, right? I just have to take it to a dealer, to a registered dealer. Like my Honda, it's a 2001 Honda. I've replaced, especially when I was working in the auto body industry, I was taking cars to and from dealerships and stuff all the time. Hey, sure. Some free work on my car. Why not? But then it's like I was, I was, I was running a parts department. I would have them asking us, Hey, will you guys buy airbags from us? Because we have like warehouses full of recalled airbags that we can't do anything with. We just like the Honda won't take them from us. They pay us. They send us the new ones and they pay us to do the repairs. But here we have them. And they're like, I was thinking maybe you guys want to shoot them or something, you know, take them out, fucking, you know, make them explode doing oh, stuff. Oh. You guys want fun. And we'd be like, well, yeah. Of course we do, but like, seriously, like it's, it's a fucking racket. I mean, I, I don't want to go on, on cars too much specifically, but I'll, since I'm saying airbags, <laughs> uh, the whole airbag, the whole airbag thing is a fucking racket and nobody talks about this, but uh, you know, you buy a brand new car, a lot of new cars. If you get in a mild accident, but it sets off all of the airbags and i mean all of the airbags because there are more than you can imagine in a new you buy a new subaru you've got oh, they're everywhere you've got your you've got your one that everyone knows about a lot of people know that there's one for the passenger but did you know you have them up on the sides did you know you have them in the on the sides for the back did you know you have them in the back did you know you have them in the ceiling did you know you have them in the floor did you know you have them in the back of your seat you know you have them back of the other seat yeah yeah <laughs> it's like it'll keep going so there's like sometimes there's like like five is like a small number 10 is like a big number 
Um, and if you get in a car car accident and they all go off, that car's totaled. You got a fender bender, but something just triggered it just right that they all go off. That car's totaled. The expense that goes into replacing all those airbags. And at an auto body shop, you can't do it. We're not certified. (laughs) It's got to be a fucking dealer. Not even, you can't even be a Honda certified shop. You need to be a Honda certified dealer to do that work. Wow. So (laughs) it's like, I don't know. Uh, They're, they're, I mean, that's like I said, I was driven insane by the industry, specifically the insurance on things and how they total cars out. Like they don't want you to keep your car. They, you know, you remember cash for clunkers and all of that. Oh yeah. I mean, the whole, the whole fucking goal of that entire industry is to total your car and get you into something new. That's it. (laughs) You know, it's uh, and it's corrupt. Uh, the, the individual insurance companies are all corrupt. The fucking individual uh, car manufacturers are corrupt. Every every inch of it. The only people I'd say aren't are the independent body shops. And even then, they'll be a little corrupt if they need to be because they need to make money. Yep. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I've I've dealt with too many body shops where I'm just like, come on, man. It doesn't mm-hmm. cost that fucking much. Well, <laughs> there's a good chance that their like, balls are on. in vice, though. There's a really well, good chance are. that their balls are sure. in a vice because especially if they're certified, which a lot of play people won't take their shit to you unless you're certified by either a insurance company or by a manufacturer or a lot of the time both, you know? Uh, so like the one I worked at, we were, we were a Geico uh, certified shop. We were a few others too, but like we got first dibs on everything Geico. Anybody who had Geico insurance, we had first dibs on it. And it's sad how many people went with us because we were too expensive because we were independent. They could have, especially for basic stuff, they could have gone to Mako or, you know, like any of those fucking the McDonald's of, of, uh, body shops. Make, and, yeah. Uh, what is it? Earl Shive. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I kind of want to get off the subject because I, <laughs> I, I I hate it. <laughs> I love cars, but I I, well, I couldn't take the industry. Well, we could kind of we can kind of relate it to storms. And if you know a lot about auto body and shit, what do you think about the melted cars and shit that you're seeing from like Hawaii? <sighs> Man. Like where it's it's talking about like the aluminum's melted out of them, the windows are melted out of them, the seats mm-hmm. and stuff are all just gone. Like and then it'll have like a green tree right next to it. Long story short, I've never seen anything like that. I've seen a lot of burned out cars. I've seen melted parts. Sure. You know, especially like in the wheels, you know, uh, I, I've seen I've seen small spots where things fucking get so hot that they melt. But what we're talking uh, melted wheel windshield. I've never seen that. I've never, Ooh. ever fucking seen that. And I've seen, I mean, they break, right? <laughs> you know, what glass is going to fucking break. I, I don't, um, I don't have my head wrapped around what conditions it would take. It seems like it would need to be a full encompassing heat, right? Instantly. Like, like, like for it like, to melt it, it would have to heat it up really quickly. Because when you have a car catch on fire, if the windshield's going to get damaged, it's, it's going to break because it can't take that heat and it 
shatters not shatters because it's you know safety glass and all of that but it it they'll break they don't i I just i i've never fucking seen that shit and then when you take that into account while you're seeing that with unsinged palm leaves 10 feet to the side of that there is so much stank stank it's not even stink it's stank on all of that shit. <laughs> I really don't understand how anybody's still falling for the narrative. <laughs> like, like, how does anybody trust any of that shit anymore? Oh, like, God. That's, that's what I really want to know. Like, how in the fuck is anybody like, yeah, man, it, Ukraine, you know, there's a war going on. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? There's clearly not a war going on over there. <laughs> like, there's it's clearly a, not. It's like, it's a weird world you? that you and I live in, Bob. It's the same one theoretically as everybody else, but it's not. Because it's like we were talking before we were recording about my friend that's going, well, they can't pull COVID on us again because everyone's wise to it now, <laughs> right? Like. Right. No, nobody's going to mask up and stay six feet apart. Everyone knows that shit doesn't work. And I'm like, yeah, until they tell us to and watch, everyone will say, no, no, this time it will work. <laughs> you know? Well, for, for people that can think like you and me, there's a, there's a movie that has an amazing quote in it. And it's a, uh, it's Sonic. And I think it's the second one. I think it's uh, the second Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Okay. It's the second movie, and fucking Jim Carrey, the bad mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. he says to like his assistant, he said, "You know what it, it's?" He's like, "You know what sucks about being the smartest person in the world?" And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "Everybody else is an idiot." and that's basically how i see the general public like like fuck man i'm just i'm just a grunt like i shouldn't feel like the smartest person in the world ever and i do more than i should (laughs) it's uh you know we we touched on it when one episode you and i talked about our education backgrounds and specifically like the lack of (laughs) education uh, and I, I expressed that I, I spent pretty much my, my first half of my life. I'm in my early forties now. And the first half of that, I was stupid and I, Oh yeah. I accepted that I was stupid and it was a long journey to go from accepting that I was stupid to realizing that I'm one of the only people who are not <laughs> you right know? and i'm not and I, I as i did before i i kind of hate talking like this because i make it, it makes it makes me feel like i'm being conceited or something but it's it's nah, not man. it's like it's not even about smart like it's it's being able to see shit for the way it really is well it's having I, discernment I, I almost just basic discernment. I think it's basic discernment. And I kind of almost think I almost think and I'm sure I'd be proven wrong if I dug at this too hard. But I almost think the less education you have, the better your discernment is capable. Oh, of of course, you haven't been trained. College is is training. That's Mm -hmm. that's what that is. That's not that's that's not an education. It's not learning. 
right? It's training. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get trained to think a certain way and, and, and look to a certain group or groups of people as authorities, right? Like you're being turned into a dog or a robot, whatever you want to call it. Um, I have a question for you though. And I don't know if you want to answer it, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you do psychedelics in the nineties? Oh yeah. Like most of us did a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Too, too much. I have a theory about that as well, because dude, the nineties was the nineties was lit. Like there was so much acid and, and ecstasy and crazy shit going on mushrooms. And dude, it, the nineties was just crazy. It was oh, yeah. just crazy. Three bucks a hit for LSD, man. Dude, you could get sheets for like 50 bucks. Uh Uh-huh. You know, like, it was fantastic. They used to call it a 10 strip. Yeah, man. 10 hits for 10 bucks, man. Yeah, dude. It was crazy. And I have a theory that the people that, you know, did a bunch of psychedelics in the 90s, because there's a lot of us that are our age, man. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of us you know it's uh like you me i think adam is our age um matt from the great deception like jen from legit bat because joe i think is younger i think he's oh, like, is he? i think he's in his late 30s um i could be wrong about that i could have that switched it's um, all about it's you know, even but late it's 30s like kind, kind of, of gets that gen group. x dude it's gen x yeah the right? tail end of gen x it's Gen X kids that grew up in the nineties doing psychedelics that are most of us free thinkers. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Well, you know, okay. I'm, I'm following you hundred percent and I, maybe I'm not getting, maybe you're going somewhere else, but I will just say this. Everyone else I was around did them too. I think, I, I think that speaks for itself, but I could touché. expand on that and say, and all of those people are fucking dumbasses. Yeah. You know touché. what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but, 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 you know, okay. So like I, I followed a different but path. A lot of a those lot of people, people went to school. Like I was I a dropout. I dropped right. out and I was the young guy who didn't go to school and hung out with people who were already done with school. I also had a beard back then. Right. So uh, like I could just fit in, <laughs> you know, right. I, I basically the nineties was legit. I pretended that I was five years older than I was for, for about five years of yeah. my life. Yeah. Uh, when I was 15, Happens. I might as well have been 20 and I kind of stayed 20 until I was 20. And then I caught up with everyone because right. I couldn't go to the bars. Right. So I wasn't 21, Dude, same. <laughs> you know, uh, but, um, uh, most of the people that even though a lot of people around me were i don't know how many people were 15 and taking the lsd that i took and the and the mushrooms that i took not so much any pr- practically anything else just those two things and copious amounts of marijuana uh <laughs> <laughs> and, that and, bullshit uh, brick mexican weed down here man oh like, we had that's all see, we got see, we had good shit y'all see, up in the great white north y'all yeah. had all the good we had shit bc we bud we yeah, used to call dude. it bc I remember that. bud man. yeah and uh <laughs> we'd, we'd get all the bc bud and people would people would actually come up here to the pacific northwest to get that bc bud they would move here they'd go to college here because they'd hear we had good every now bud. and again somebody would show up with some down here uh-huh. and somebody be like dude i got that bc shit yeah and, yeah 
it was just like a different experience. You're just like, oh, he well, was really excited great. about it. Was I, I, I decided I'm, I wanted a career in dealing marijuana, and I did that. I did that quite a bit as in a there. as a drop as a high school dropout. <laughs> what also gave me such access to to psychedelic drugs and things like that. Right. But then I started hanging out with a botanist, and Ooh. he knew how to fucking grow weed. And I mean, fucking real weed. Like we'd like people talk like what everyone thinks of weed as now, because it's legal. So you get, (laughs) you know, good buds everywhere or whatever. But then all of a sudden, like I had, it was like this other angle at the market. Everyone was like BC bud all of a sudden was the gross ass shit. It was like these hard little nugs, but we'd have these like big, stinky, fluffy blueberry smelling buds and stuff like that and then i'd sell it for a little bit cheaper too until bikers didn't like me (laughs) and i had to i had to be smart um because yeah they didn't like i mean it's fine go ahead sell whatever you want but don't sell don't sell 40 bags for 35 bucks (laughs) you know was kind of the the message don't undercut yeah we we have a standard it's 40 dollars for an eighth of marijuana period don't fuck with that shit yeah yeah they don't they don't take kindly i've got a neighbor (laughs) um i got a neighbor that um used to be in the houston pd and went like super undercover with the hell's angels and the banditos and he's got wild fucking stories dude oh yeah oh bikers fucking fucking wild he talks about crazy shit and i'm like dude i'm thinking in my head like i fucking hate cops but i really want to talk to this dude like that if you're gonna be a cop this was a cool way to be a fucking cop like, yeah right right just undercover with the freaking most hardcore biker gangs in the in the world in the fucking world he knows like all of the freaking head hell's angels guys still here's the other side to that though is he was a fucking narc <laughs> he was a <laughs> you know, fucking narc like you could yeah. live that life without being a narc and probably right. make good money. But just as he had right. to do, you have to be a fucking badass. Like, you can't fucking hang with those dudes and not be a badass. I was never badass enough. I partied with what? some. He's, and I, was, he I had my ass extra worry that if he gets caught, they'll kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's like debatably more badass in that like, sense. If he gets caught, he's dead. And I guess they all found out that he was a cop later. They never really got caught in anything because I guess he found out through his adventures with all of that. They're all working with local law enforcement and shit. Like, yeah. like they own everything. And it had to have gotten to him to the point to where he's like, because he, he told stories about how he would ride across the country. He'd intentionally get a stolen motorcycle out of impound and ride it just so he would continue get pulled over for having a stolen bike so he would look better to the gang mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you gotta you you have to you, he'd have to play a game <laughs> yeah dude it's wild and he's old and fucking not a really big dude and it's just like man it's not about being big it's about being see. badass oh dude it really he, is he was still you could tell he was still a mountain of a man at like five, six. Like he left one night. I was like, that's a dude I don't want to piss off. Like 
that dude, if he's not going to fuck me up in some crazy ass way, he's got 10 ways to Sunday because he's not only an ex biker gang dude, he's an ex federal agent. <laughs> and like, <laughs> he can rain <laughs> down all sorts of shit on people. Yeah, right. <laughs> he can have you kind of fucked up from both sides, man. You get the cops on you and the biker gangs, man. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah, you. Uh, that's someone to keep on your good side, right? Especially right. when you know a, the ins and outs. <laughs> like Kaylee sold them some kombucha, and sh- the lady didn't like it. I was like, "You better fucking fix this. <laughs> you better fucking get her drinking your goddamn kombucha. You better make her like it. <laughs> I don't want them mad at us. <laughs> they need to be on our side." Well, selling him some bad kombucha might be not bad, but not good kombucha is Dude, probably one thing. Poison right. kombucha, there's where you're going to be in real fucking trouble if it doesn't get him. <laughs> there's, like, speaking of this dude, like, there's a lot of really powerful people in this area. I didn't know it until I was talking to that guy, and he started saying, like, so-and-so from some oil company lives across the way from him. Like, they live on this, like, 70-acre private lake back here. And it's like huge time CEOs of mega corporations. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah. And the guy that owns the, you know, the Galleria in Houston, like he lives across the lake from me. And, you know, this guy that's the head of this oil company, he lives over there. What the fuck? And there's alligators in the lake. Tell me those crazy motherfuckers aren't feeding people to alligators that they like, you got, you got mega- alligators there yeah dude i didn't know that yeah wow. they're they're in this lake and then there's another lake down the way probably 20 minutes from here that's known for its gators no shit i've never yeah. i've never seen a gator in the wild in real life yeah i don't know that i've ever i thought i saw one when i was fishing at this lake one time Um, because i saw the signs and shit and it was like don't feed the alligators and beware all that shit and my buddy that fished that lake a lot i was like dude is that legit and he goes oh yeah like they're in here and a couple times like i was trying to get some fish and you'd hear something splash and scurry off and you're like what is that what is what is that i feel like a i feel like a gator would really fucking instill the fear in me like for real like yeah i don't know like i i you know i can look some danger in the face and keep a steady hand i'd like to think i'd keep a steady hand if i ran into a gator but because i'm so unfamiliar like i i just i don't know you know like i don't know their movements what i know i've seen in a zoo and i know that's not real you know like they're um, they're terrifying right like I don't want to be caught on the other side of one. No. Especially in the water. No. Like if I, you if you meet one in the water, you're fucked, right? Uh-huh. I it you I, I have to you've assume. got a fighting chance on land, but they are faster than you think. Do they ever leave people do they, but I imagine they leave people alone too, right? Yeah. They don't they don't yeah, just attack everything. Known so there's like to ways to handle yourself right. and the situation that like you know, someone who's who grows up in, in gator territory they're not gonna have the same level of fear that i would have if i was in a if I was in a little boat no, they wrangled those and things i'm out on like a pond nothing. nearby here 
you know, or on a lake around here where I've never seen such a thing and I suddenly see one. I, I like, I wouldn't know. Do I put an oar in the water? Do I stay up here? Do I fucking turn around and get the fuck out of here? Do I play dead? You know, like these are, these are not scenarios I've ever had to like play out. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I'd go with that. I did. I, it's kind of a sharp turn, but I did see a critter today that I have never seen around here before. I was out mowing a field and I had a praying mantis jump up on my tractor. Oh shit. A little yeah, fucking dude. praying mantis. You don't have was, them up there, really? No, I've never seen. I've seen really? them on the other side of the mountains from here, but I've never seen one over here. The field I was doing is just popping with crickets right now. Like as I'm going, I just see it's like clouds of crickets. And if I if I were to turn off the machine and like walk around, I would just hear them, you know, everywhere. Oh yeah. So when this, I thought it was just a huge ass cricket but it was really bright green hopped up right on top of my, the hood of my tractor right there. I was like, Holy shit. Holy shit. That's it's a praying mantis. You know, it was doing the thing with its, with its hands and it had like the long kind of arched back and its head, head was up wild looking creatures, man. wild looking. And you know, I've yeah. seen them before, but just never here. So it like really took me by surprise. So I actually shut off the mower and turned down the throttle and then was going to reach up and try and grab them, which would have not been the greatest situation. Cause I'm kind of far from the house. Like, what am I going to do? Hold this thing. But I wanted to show everyone and everything, but it, after I turned down that throttle, just barely leaning forward, it took off. They kind of fly. Is that right? Yeah. 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 It looked like it was flying. It like kind of flew off. Yeah. They got but wings. It's yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're terrifying looking little things. Like they're crazy looking. But they're harmless. Imagine, right? imagine like a forty foot tall one of those oh. and fuck some shit up. I don't want it preying um, on me. Yeah, they're, we, they're um, harmless though, right? We like they don't. I don't think they bite. And if they like, did, it would just be a bite. It's not. They're not right. like. Yeah, yeah I, not there was no, there was no there was no but... fear. Unlike a if I saw an alligator, if an alligator hopped up on my tractor while I was working. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's time to shit your pants and run. Like... <laughs> that's the only connection here is that they're they're just things I didn't expect. I also saw a shit ton of snakes today while I was mowing that field. Really? Which, uh, and they're just like uh, garter snakes. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing, nothing too unusual, but usually I see like three in a year and I saw f- four living and killed at least two today. So six, wow. um, you know, I, I know there's that many around all the time. They just keep themselves pretty secluded. They yeah. never find themselves like in a chicken coop they could stay away from a place like that. So they just aren't where I'm at. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I, when I was a kid, I saw them 10 times more. And I don't think it's because there were 10 times more of them. It was because I was playing and I was observant of things like that. Looking right. for, st- I was looking to catch snakes. Looking I wanted for to, snakes. I wanted right. to, I wanted to get that stink on my hands and then wipe a girl's face, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You get the fucking snake freaking goo. You get staked. <laughs> yeah. That's but, hilarious. Uh, you guys have snakes out there, right? Oh yeah. You guys got yeah. You guys got dangerous snakes out there, right? Oh sure. We got rattlesnakes and shit. Yeah. And copperheads and um what's the other one? 
I don't know, a bunch of them. See, any of those, I would be surprised, like I am the, the praying mantis to see here. But I wouldn't be freaked out like I would with a gator. Because I know how to handle snakes to a degree. I'm not like, I'm not a snake handler. <laughs> right. uh, but I know what they do. I know their movements. I've I've spent enough time on the other side of the mountains. We do have plenty of those snakes on the other side of the mountains, rattlers especially. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know I know what pisses them off and doesn't piss them off. I know um I'm whereas with a gator, that's where I was, it's just it's so out of my element that I don't I, I don't know the right I, moves. Uh, Saying I'd be less scared of a fucking bear for sure than a than a <laughs> because funny. I have a, a clue. Of what to my, do with a bear. A buddy of mine just sent me a shirt he saw. It said, uh, bear attack tip. Act like you're dead. It'll be good practice for when you die a few minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, play dead. That, uh, that's, I don't, that's, that's not the last thing that I would do. That's not like, the, uh, so what, what's your move? What's your move if, if you get, if you slow, if slow you breathing? Encounter? Slow breathing. breathing, right? Yeah, you stay control calm. your breathing. Stay calm. Don't get scared. They don't want to fucking eat you. They don't want to attack you. Like they're they're not interested in that. Most bears don't even eat meat. In quotes, I mean, they eat like fish and they eat bugs, right. and they will eat an animal if they need to. But unless that fucker is like real hungry, like he, they're they're not interested in you but they will defend themselves like motherfuckers so if you come at them you're fucked right right like if you if you if you choose to fight that fucker you're fucked but if you just if i mean the worst case would be that you see a bear and you're holding a shit ton of like marshmallows and uh <laughs> and uh just some like beef jerky yeah a bunch of beef jerky that's like not even in a ziploc like just a, a mesh bag full of jerky and you see a bear yeah, that's because then he's gonna really want that shit right but if he just sees you he doesn't think you have anything um and even then they're 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 much more likely to be looking for whatever they're looking for at that time which my understanding of bears is they're very instinctual to their health on what they're looking for at any point in time. We had a bear come through here not that long ago. It left droppings full of cherries. Just they were eating cherries like a motherfucker at that time. There's plenty of other stuff. There's chicken coops everywhere. They can be eating chicken. They can be, there's a variety of things. But for whatever reason, that bear was coming through here and eating all the cherries that it could find because its brain was telling them, my body needs cherries right now. They also eat pine needles when they're not feeling well. So you'll find them, you'll find bear droppings under pine trees when, when, if they're, if they're sick, they eat pine. Because fucking, I think that's one of nature. We're supposed to be eating pine too. I do believe. Um, but um, it's, uh, uh, have you ever, you ever gotten into that, that kind of conspiracy, the pine, pine saw pine? No, but, uh, I'm interested. Tur- turpentine. I think, I think trees have a special purpose. Yeah, like turpentine made out of pine, You're pine right. sap. Like turpentine. Dance. That used to be our medicine. That used to be in everything. It's not in anything anymore. It's it's in one product that you can buy over counter still. Vicks Vapo Rub, and it doesn't list it. Really? Yeah, and it's grandfathered in from fucking eighteen. 18- 65 or whatever but Holy all shit. of those all old medicines had turpentine in. 
all of them. And yeah. then they fucking told us that it was poison. By the time the by the 1950s, it was like a joke to say only the drunkest of idiots would ever drink turpentine. It's used as a fucking paint thinner. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like we've made it into the poison. But I think and I'm not I'm not I, I think and I don't practice what I'm preaching here. Like, I think that we're all supposed to be consuming turpentine. Like I've messed with it on I mean, minute levels because I'm yeah. a little afraid because I mean, we're talking, you know, hundred years. We've been programming. Yeah. yeah. I'm afraid of it. I'm afraid of it. So, <laughs> but I, but I, I don't know. Then you hear about shit like Vicks VapoRub and it's like, they can't remove it because their product doesn't work. If they do, it works right. when it's in there <laughs> and they don't list it. It's listed as like other ingredients or whatever, because they don't want people to not buy it because it's still in there but it's the it's like the it's like the active ingredient mm -hmm. the like everything comes from the earth like if we that's everything that's, we need that is a simple fact right yeah. there like, everything everything anything what, we need anything to heal us anything to do anything we have it all like mm -hmm. i wish people would realize that we have everything the closest yeah. argument to, to coming away from that that I could possibly think of would be the earth is capable of healing us of anything and everything except the fucking shit where we strip the earth, mutate that chemically into something else and then spray it through the sky, spray it on our food, like uh, 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 uh all the medicines that we have, all these other things, all these chemical processed things. Yeah, that we they're man-made. They're not Maybe natural. we have fucked ourselves up so much that the natural things can't heal us anymore. Uh, but I think the simple solution to that is quit consuming things that aren't naturally of the earth. Right. And in no time, only things from the earth will be able to heal you. Right. It doesn't. I think it's we are we are in a very fucked up time like you know we're the sickest and dumbest we've ever been but we're told that we're the most advanced we've ever been mm -hmm. like those two things can't be true at the same time mm -hmm. either either we're the sickest and the dumbest that we've ever been or we're the most advanced we've ever been well it's hard like, for a lot of people to wrap their heads around the idea that we're sick that we're the sickest we've ever been because they'll say, "Yeah, but we have longer life lifespans than we than That's ever not, before." Which isn't even true. It's not true. It's First, not true. it's not true. <laughs> second, <laughs> second, um, it's it's not like what what people are thinking. I th I imagine is that uh, it that because I've seen grandpas and grandmas go into the hospital and be there for months on end and come home and then be on life support and go back to the hospital and stay alive for an extra 10 years after the time that back in the pioneer days, they would have died, you know, but right. because of our medical intervention, we're able to drag their life out 10 years beyond where they should have died. So therefore we're all living longer than we would have before, <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. Right. Uh, but I don't think that's true in the first place. There might have been, there might have been a time where uh, death rates were exceedingly low, for like in quotes natural causes or something. But I don't even think that was the case. Um, 
Yeah. But it, it was because I think people have always had people who die as young as 60 and people who live as long as 100, you know, and then everything else falls in that huge 40 year period. I mean, I've barely oh, dude, been alive. I think we could live years. to be 200 years old. But then, we... then when I really think about things about getting back to nature, that's what I start getting into. That's where I start bringing it. That I think that we are just like we're capable of so much more on an energetic level. In a, in a, like I, I believe that we used to have antiquitech that went way beyond what we can even comprehend today. I think in that same sense, we used to have health that we can't even comprehend today. And right. I think that all combines in itself. I think that we used our longevity to come up with, uh, with, with ideas and things, uh, the inner energy based ideas and things that allowed us to do things that we can't imagine. And that was because we had longer lives and that we use that to keep those long lives and it all well, combined yeah, in itself. It, what if, what if we all like lived super long lives and then people started like there were some really bad people that wanted more power and with long lives, everybody's able to achieve stuff. Everybody's kind of, there's such a, it'll level the playing field when you have such longer time to accomplish things. Right. Mm -hmm. And they want, they just wanted to isolate power because everybody was too powerful. Right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so they wanted to isolate power. And so what they did was they started tainting people little by little, taking things away to where they couldn't heal themselves. They started getting a little poison and shrinking the lifespan and probably possibly the size as well. Um, and put us to the beings that we are now simply to be able to have power over us. Because without all of this stupid consumeristic nonsense, all of this bullshit that they do to us, we would be what we're supposed to be. You know, so Kaylee, Kaylee read something. <laughs> it was like some meme she saw. And it was like, it was like, we're all supposed to just be like eating fruit and raising babies. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> like, <laughs> It's so simple it's, when you think about it like that. Like, we could all just be eating whatever we grow and raising kids and running around in the fucking grass in the fields and shit and just living the best life ever. We could all like, why does it cost money to exist? Like, why do we, why do I have to be part of the system to exist? I came home like, from work yesterday. It was my, my, my Friday, my last day of the week. And now I got my weekend. I'm getting back into my regular schedule after a month and a half, two months of, of everything being out of whack. So I could take a little vacation. And as I pulled up, you know, like I was in kind of a crummy mood, you know, like a post work, blah, blah. You know, yeah. Eh. Oh yeah. I'm just, just getting the fuck home kind of, kind of vibe. And I pulled into my driveway and I'm kind of scoping, where am I going to park? How am I going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I glance over to my other side and there's my son, butt ass naked, blackberries all over his face he was he was wearing blackface uh, i mean uh blackberry face blackberry big face big, big difference uh not That's chuck amazing. berry not chuck berry um 
<laughs> uh, black bears. And I'm assuming uh, this is this is your younger kid. Right? This is my younger kid. Yeah, yes. no, God, no, I don't want to see my ten year old running around. <laughs> I mean, like, because oh, if that was my kid, which our kids are kind of close to age, doing that, I'd be like, dude, what the fuck, man? What the fuck, man, come on, have some decency. No, uh, two and a half years old, just so full of life. I mean, he was like. And, and it's like, I couldn't hear him. My windows were up, but you know, he was like, dad, you know? And like, uh, it was just like that uninhibited fucking, well, and even I, I say, I don't want to see my 10 year old, but I kind of think we all are supposed to be doing what that two and a half year old is doing. Oh man. You know he, what was, I mean? he was he's in the in, moment, man. He's in the garden. He's fucking covered in berries. He's, I know what that, what goes along with that, that he's pulling up carrots. He's finding potatoes. He's, he's like, he's just, he's in this garden of, but he's that's so familiar. So he's so familiar with that place. That's like his, that's, that's our, our little slice of, of sanctuary right there. We spend so much time and he knows it all inside and out. And just to be running around naked, it was like, I, I I actually kind of thought these thoughts. I thought, uh, man, anybody who's not coming home to a, a naked little boy running around with berries all over their face, you know, is missing out. And then I remembered, oh, wait, there's pedophiles out there. Let me refine that. <laughs> right. Uh, right. But I don't, and I don't I don't know what what to refine that to. But it's simply if you're not as uninhibited as that little boy was in that moment with the level of joy that he has and the innocence that is bestowed upon that mind in that moment. Like that's what we all should be doing. It really is. Fuck yeah, you know, dude. like I, I was out about a year ago, I guess it was either for our anniversary or my birthday. I don't remember. I remember it being kind of cool out. So it may have been our anniversary, but we got a cabin out in, in the woods and I spent a lot of time on the patio naked mm. looking at the stars. And it was like this spiritual it thing. Is. It, was, it was really intense, man. Like watching the sky move and spin and watching how everything was happening. Um, it was it was freaking rad, man. I was out there for like three or four hours just watching the sky. I am an absolute slave to what I call the comfort of clothing maybe it has part to do with where I live, but it also has to, I, it just, it's really, it's all programming though, because sure. it's all the way down to my shoes. Like I, I, I really like grounding. Don't get me wrong. I'll go on diatribes about how important grounding is and how much I love it and all of that. But there's also something really satisfying to me about putting on overalls and boots and a coat and being out in the rain, <laughs> you know, like, right. And all, uh, and all of that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I'm like a hundred percent certain that we're all supposed to be naked because when you actually are outside naked, and I don't recommend this to most people because we are all ugly and myself included, we're all fucking ugly. I don't want to see your naked ass, <laughs> but, but really do it get naked and be outside where you where you can be and you can be comfortable because it is it it's it a is, different experience man. it's different the world looks smells and feels it's, different when you're fucking naked yeah, and you 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 allow vulnerable vulnerable yes. vulnerability did we always feel that too high 
<laughs> Did we always feel that though? <laughs> the vulnerability for me, like I don't really want to, I don't want to subject anyone to having to see me naked. I'm not, I'm not the prettiest guy to look at. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm all, I I'm all hairy and, and, and dumb, <laughs> you know, but um, if every, if everyone was always naked, like we wouldn't see that. You know, we wouldn't right. even would we wouldn't even see like, our own nakedness at a certain point, right. but we would all feel that feeling that you do get when you are naked. I mean, you even get the same thing by grounding to a degree. Well, especially wearing modern clothes, right? Oh, yeah, like because they're disruptors of signal, uh-huh. polyester mm-hmm. and whatnot. They they disrupt frequency that is emitted and received by our bodies, and so. You know, if it's not, and uh, Kaylee and I were talking about this too, um, is that uh, like maybe it gives some credence to the Bible because I think the Bible is is just a riddle, right? Uh-huh. Um, and it gives some credence to where it talks about not wearing clothes of two threads, yeah. Because if you wear clothes of mixed cloth, it disrupts the frequency mm-hmm. in your body. I, it's made I, to enhance it if it's like linen i thought that that shit was the most crazy shit i ever read when i was like 20 and reading the bible like literally reading yeah, the dude. fucking leviticus is where i was getting that shit about cl- uh, cloth of two of two fibers or whatever it says um because i was like oh shit well you know this is uh the Bible's condemning every little old lady I know because they're all wearing their polyester pants. Like, yeah, I guess uh, if we're following the Bible, we're supposed to fucking stone all those grandmas to death, right? You know, uh, like I used it to make fun of the Bible, but I'm with you, man. There's there's yeah. like something to it. I've been thinking about it a bunch. They um, cultivate, elevate. You know, you were just on uh, Master Debaters with yeah. with him, and um, he's a Ryan he's solid. I, my my jury is still out on him, but. Yeah, yeah, I like his, his I like his stuff. So far so good as far as I've heard. Um but there's been a lot of talk over the weeks on that show about which that's pretty much the only podcast I listen to at this point in time. Um and uh they've been talking a lot about clothing and linen materials and things like that. And you know what? I just keep I can't stop noticing now. I have a lot of uh Sikh Indian uh farmers in my area. Right, the turban turban wearing Sikhs. Yeah. Uh they're um jury's out as far as if they're good people or bad people that are like fucking taking right. over this land. Uh for the most part, as individuals, they're all awesome. Every one of them would Man, be if cool. they're farming, they're doing something right. Yeah, but they're fucking right. all using Roundup. Uh they all uh, think I'm a little nutty. Not right. they don't think I'm nutty. They don't act like right, right. Old old white guys think I'm fucking stupid for not using Roundup, right? These guys say, no, no, I shouldn't do the accent, but they say, no, <laughs> I, I almost on. did it. I just do it. it. No, no, just no, no, no. It. You use Roundup. This work good. This will work good. This will take care. This will take care. You know, they say things like that. They like, they're, they're just trying to help me take care of my fence lines. Right. You know, like they're, they're like, Hey, I learned this awesome trick where we just spray this shit on here and we're done. And they're telling me that while I'm fucking drenched in sweat. I'm drenched in sweat using right. a weed eater and doing all this. And they're like, no, no, no. You like, you don't got to do that. Like the, God made a chemical. <laughs> they're very, their, their culture is very efficient, but here's what I'm getting at. They all wear turbans. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter to me at this moment, but maybe it does. What maybe are those turbans? It, maybe made it means something. If they're made out of linen, maybe it means something. 
they all wear dresses. Yep. That's what I call them. I don't think that's the right word. Schmocks they, or whatever. They wear full length gowns yeah. that I'm guessing are all linen. Like now that I'm I'm like looking at this and they don't wear belts. They have yeah. this free flowing it's thing. Cause that's what flow. I noticed before. It was this free flow. Like I I, I don't There's know if I, to it, I don't know There's if I have it, it in me to get out there and start doing this shit in a gown. <laughs> But there's something to it, man. There That's why I, I switched to overalls. To I switched to overalls like five years ago. And it was like, holy shit. I, why didn't I do this my whole fucking life? Because suddenly I don't have this like waistline, you know, like I'm I'm like, it's like one free flowing, you know, piece of clothing. Yeah, and it dude. like, and it was like way more comfortable. And now as I'm, as I'm really reevaluating things and I'm looking at these seeks out there, I'm like, man, I, I wish I had the balls that you guys do to be doing that because I have a feeling if I started being out in my garden in the, in their clothes, I would be like, everyone else is retarded. This is the way we're supposed to be. This outside. is it. Yeah. This is this like, is what this it's supposed is to the be way like. do those guys wear underwear under there. I don't know, but I would bet that Linen. not wearing, not wearing <laughs> underwear and being out there like that is probably fucking amazing. It's probably as probably good, really good as man. what we're talking about with the nakedness. It's got to be really close, right? Like if you've got like a linen, a linen, uh, like gown on, that's got to be comfortable. Linen <laughs> pajamas, so just like looking like Ebenezer Scrooge with your yeah. linen pajamas. Yeah. Um, Shit, I tried to do that like ten years I, ago. I'm into it. I, 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 I got myself a. Uh, a, a nightgown pajama deal with the hat. I was like, this is the way they did it in the old days. I'm going to do it. And it was like, it was like a size too small. It just like, it, I just couldn't like bend over right in it and stuff. Yeah. And I wore it twice and it's, I don't know if Lanny may have thrown it out, but <laughs> it was like one of those, I'm going to do this and I'm never going to look back. And I did it twice. And you know, what's super comfortable. Right and now th- thinking about this i'm gonna have to look and see if they have linen ones because that may be my go-to mm-hmm. is like aladdin pants that are like super baggy oh, yeah. and they have the really low crotch and it's all like i call those elastic. mc hammer pants but yeah 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 um i used to have a pair of those that i just wore as pajamas mm-hmm. and they were amazing and i never replaced them uh when they i don't even know what happened to them but I never replaced them. But I've always thought, like, man, I need to get another pair of those. I need to see if they have some in linen, because I remember loving the shit out of those. Yeah. Well, shit. I think I think we should wrap up, Bob. But what I want to, <laughs> where I want to go with this is just to say that I wish I was more uninhibited when it comes to clothing like this. That I wasn't a creature of programmed habit like where I feel like I need to have boots and overalls and, and, and a flannel on under those overalls, like on a, on a, on a cold crisp fall day as we're going to be coming up on soon. You know, like I, I actually look Got forward that. to wearing all of that stuff. Right. But like, I, I, here's to me hoping that myself and I hope everyone else too can become a little more comfortable with ourselves to experiment with new clothing and, um, I think that just like everything, like everything is a psyop on some level or another. Clothing is 100% part of it. We've talked about it multiple times about rubber soles on our shoes. 
And I think that it goes a lot deeper than that. Even like I'm always wearing a hat. I'm wearing the wrong hats. All of my hats have fucking plastic. All of my hats are, are plastic. I am putting a fucking insulator over my brain while I'm doing everything. And I know that that's not right, but I got to, but at the same time, what fucking hat am I? I I'm, I'm a hat wearing guy. I need, I need a, I need a bill. I need a bill. Like I kind of go yeah. nuts. I can't tell where everything is if I don't have a bill. It's almost your, right. It's like your altimeter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but then I try other hats. You know, I can wear a beanie in the winter, um, especially like a headlamp beanie, you know, when it's dark out all the time and stuff like that. But um, like I, I've, I've just, I've failed at changing my wardrobe on so many attempts throughout time. I'm just, I said I changed to overalls a little while ago because that was huge because all I ever wore before that was jeans and t-shirts and I still only wear t-shirts and I guess you know I'm I sometimes I like think I'm doing the right thing because I'm like I pretty much exclusively wear cotton except my shoes and my hat except the top and the bottom you know right so (laughs) yeah I don't know I wear I work outside so and have for like 20 years and so I always wear shorts and, and mm. I, I wear shorts until it gets too cold. And then it's a mix of overalls and whatever else, sweatpants mm. most of the time. Right. I gave up dressing for anybody else a long time ago. I dress for comfort. Um, oh, oh, me too. It's always been, you know, I've always, I've it probably has to do with those early LSD <laughs> trips that I was like, I was like, fuck all that vanity shit. I wear what feels comfortable to me. And that's why, you know, flannel T-shirts and pants uh, and uh, jeans have just kind of been it for me for it's the go-to man. ever. It's even new that I wear shorts. Like I didn't wear shorts pretty much my whole life unless I was swimming. And every year I'd cut the, the legs off of at least one pair of pants uh, so that I'd have something to like go swimming in and shit. But that was pretty much it, you know, Um <laughs> And, uh, but now like I have shorts, like I'm, I'm trying to, I also have more than one pair of shoes, which was not a thing until a few years ago. Like I only ever had one pair of shoes at a time. I'd wear them until they didn't work anymore. And then I go get another pair of shoes. I had Um, a pair of flip flops and a pair of shoes. Yeah. See, and I think the difference, I think I would probably be more likely to have the flip flops and shorts uh, programmed in early if it was way hot area. Yeah, way I, I get here. one week of hot weather my whole life <laughs> yeah i mean right. one week a year for my whole life so it's not it's not like i'm i'm fighting that most of the time yeah but. dude it, wearing jeans here in the summer i don't know how people do it man it, when it's like 108 outside what are you doing yeah like, yeah mm-mm. right no when it is I've got boots that I've got boots that come up to my knees. So if I need to go walk around in something, I'll put my boots on with my shorts. When it, it doesn't get 108, but when it would get like my whole life, if it's 90 out, I'm like cutting the I'm cutting whatever pants I'm wearing. I'm cutting the legs off of it and I'm jumping in a lake, <laughs> you know, like, uh, but well, that was the original jean short, right? Yep, exactly. just, I called them my Daisy like, Dukes. I cut them a little too high. You know what I'm saying? No. 70s style. <laughs> That's how they did it in the 70s, man. It's all right. You were you were being hit. Yeah, I was being. I was just. I was just born <laughs> too late. That's all. Dude, me too. That's what me I. That's too. what I've always said. I was born too late. Now I think I was. I still think I was born too late. 
but I think I was born too late by like maybe two to five thousand years. Oh Possi- shit! Possibly yeah. ten. <laughs> Just in our timeline, I would have liked to have been functional. So, like at least a teenager in the fifties. Oh yeah, it would have been and good then, times. You know, kind of twenties, thirties, in the seventies. Been kind of that way, you would have had your feet on the ground by the time the hippie movement rolled through, right? You know, so you wouldn't have necessarily like a lot of people, like my mom and Lanny's mom, both graduated high school in 1969, just at the height of that fucking shit. You know, yeah, they graduated right before the Manson murders, <laughs> you know, uh. And shit was fucking like, I, I just can't imagine what it would be like to be a teenage teenager going into adulthood right at the peak of all of that. It, I, I would have gone off the deep end, I'm sure, on yeah. some level or another, because fuck, that's just my personality or whatever. But in the 50s, in the 50s, if you became a man in the 50s, you know, you were expected to be able to work. You were right. expected to be able to present yourself in front of people. And then maybe after you, after 10 years of doing that, then you get into the deep end of the hippie stuff when, when hippies started getting real fucking crazy. And you'd be like, yeah, I can, I can smoke weed. I can do LSD and I don't have to fucking go off the deep end. I can still be a functional human being, you know? Yep. But well, with that note, Bob, are you feeling All content? Right. Man, always, always yeah. brother. I'm feeling real content another, with this one. This has been a killer one. This has been uh, just like I've liked all the stuff. Well, I guess I don't like the uh, the weather stuff we were talking about at the beginning. Eh. Um, but I mean, I love it. I love talking about it. But it just as far as like the subject matter we've been having, we've been talking about the world in a light that is the stuff that I really am presently content with. So this has yeah. been a good one. Hell yeah, brother. Always. All right. I well, bid happy you- Sunday. Yeah, man. Yeah. Happy Sunday. This is happy different Sunday. And next week, 9-11. Yeah, dude, talk I can't wait. I'll, I'll, hit up, I'll hit up Dave Weiss. Yes, that sounds good. All right. I bid you adieu. Beep, beep, beep.